0: Welcome to Camp Constitution Radio with your host Hal Shurtleff. This show is heard on WBCQ The Planet every Monday and Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Broadcast out of beautiful Monticello, Maine in in Arista County, WBCQ The Planet. And it is sponsored by Camp Constitution, which among other things runs a week-long family camp. And I will say next year's camp, uh, although uh, I think uh, we're, this will be the last show of 2020. So, anyway, 20, the camp in 2021 will be held at the, the um, Singing Hills Christian Camp and Conference Center in Plainfield, New Hampshire, from July 18th to the 23rd, and we're lining up a, a great a group of instructors, as I do every year. We'll have some uh, those that return, and we'll hopefully have a few new instructors. And for more information, just visit our website, campconstitution.net, where you can also find our Samuel Blumenfeld archives and some other uh, great resources. Visit our downloads. You see some great resources that you can use if you're a freedom activist. And uh, visit our YouTube channel. We do upload some of these radio shows on our YouTube channel, but we have a lot of great uh, videos, things uh, from our year-long activities, our speaking engagements, our summer uh, family camp. Uh, We have a playlist of the instructors and uh, the whole camp itself. So, again, visit our website, campconstitution.net, and if you're inclined to help us financially, we have a uh, PayPal uh, account, and you can access that by visiting um, our main uh, our homepage. If you like to make a donation by check, you can do that too. Just send it to the address that's on the homepage, uh, Mr., in care of Mr. Charlie Everett in uh, North Carolina. <clears throat> um, I'm very pleased to admit, to not to admit, but to uh, to announce that I'm officially a New Hampshire resident. My family and I moved uh, to the uh, Lake Winnipesaukee region. And uh, it's quite a contrast to living in Boston On many respects. Obviously, it's we live in a wooded area, somewhat rural, although we're just about five minutes from the village, right on Lake Uh But you go into a store, and they give you plastic bags. They don't charge you for paper bags, uh so there's no plastic bag ban around here uh we don't see the uh, so-called smart streets or complete streets where they uh, take up a couple of lanes and make traffic more difficult now new hampshire is not exactly a libertarian paradise uh there are some uh, towns that are liberal uh port smith Keene, uh, concord new hampshire where they do implement this stuff but Statewide, uh, they don't, and we live in a very conservative county, Uh, and again, uh, uh, I'm not saying that Trump is uh, necessarily a staunch constitutionalist, but when you you look at the uh, political signs and the Trump signs, outnumber Biden signs, I don't know, a hundred to one in this county <laughs> it tells you that you uh, you're in sort of a friendly territory i've been living i tell people tongue-in-cheek that i've been living behind enemy lines all of my adult life living in boston although boston wasn't always that way uh it you we, we had many conservative democrats uh, back you know, a generation ago uh they may have voted um you know they were pro-life they were pro-family they didn't think there were 50 genders they put the interest of the United States first. They might have liked to raise your taxes. They may have liked to pass bills that uh, increase the size and scope of government. But they didn't hate America uh, like they like the Democrats do today. And it's interesting, too. I just watched a, uh, an interview of Ron Paul on YouTube. I can't remember the man who hosted him. He was from Iran. Um, a U.S. citizen, but came here as a young man. And Ron Paul said that in Texas, when he first ran for Congress, there were only three or four Republican members of the House, and that's changed dramatically. Uh, but here in New Hampshire, it's a little odd. We have a 400-member state uh, state rep- House representatives, 24 members of the Senate, you know, uh, state Senate, and uh, these members of the House they only get like hundred dollars a year for their salary. Plus some travel expenses, and what happened at this, this, this election? We know, you know, people say, "Oh, because you, your guy lost, you are so No, there's no question that there's been some voter fraud, and there's voter fraud every year, whether you're running for dog catcher or running for president. The question is, is there enough fraud to make the uh, to, to make a difference in the election? We know that in 2016, there was voter fraud in certain states like Michigan, but it wasn't enough to to, uh, overturn the the results. But there's no question in my mind that uh, there's so many irregularities, mathematical improbabilities uh, to make Biden the winner. And here in New Hampshire, the New Hampshire Republicans won the House back. They were, I think there was a 25 or 30 seat deficit deficit and they end up winning by I think they got 25 seats, so they had over 50. They won over 50, 54 seats in the house. A governor who is sort of a moderate Republican, not exactly, um, not not exactly as like we have done in uh, Florida, or Texas, uh, Florida anyway, or South Dakota, but he um, is not uh, like Charlie Baker in Massachusetts by any stretch. He won by a very comfortable margin, and. But unfortunately, the, um, all of the federal offices, there was one, one uh, Jean, Jean Shaheen, who's the left- wing Democrat senator. she won her seat, and the two members of the House Representatives, or the two Democrats uh, won their election. And you know, it was somewhat close, eight thousand, 10,000 votes still. Uh, so, so here, are, here are the Democrats winning all the federal offices. But the Republicans winning 54 House seats, uh, it's amazing. It's really hard to understand how that happened. Uh, And we know that in certain, uh, some of these mail-in ballots, I think especially in Michigan and other states, there was uh, no down voting. So people voted for Biden and Biden only. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, most uh, there might be a few occasions where a voter will come in and ah, I'm just gonna I just going to i do not care about the other people, but that usually isn't the case. Usually, you vote all the way down, and you might leave a few blank, but you're gonna vote for the Senate, you're gonna vote for the member of the House Representatives, and you're gonna vote for your local um, uh, your local state rep and state senators. And uh, that didn't happen. So let's. Um, and, of course, uh, I think it was a few states where they just stopped counting all of a sudden when it looked like Trump was going to win in that state. They just said, wait, we're, we're shutting it down. Well, when you do something once every four years, you don't shut it down until you count all the ballots. And not only did uh, uh, the, Trump got 10 million more votes than he got in 16, Obama didn't do that when he ran for the, his second term. That's unprecedented. Biden never left, almost never left his uh, basement. No campaigning, very little campaigning. And when he did have a campaign, they flew into Nevada. There were 10 people there. So it's kind of, how did that happen? How did a candidate who says, I'm going to tax you, I'm going to open up your borders, I'm going to give illegal aliens, I'm gonna, oh, they call them undocumented workers, full citizenship, and we're going to give them full medical coverage, and by the way we're going to penalize you if you don't have the health care or uh, health benefits. We're going to pe- we're going to tax you even more. Are the American people that stupid? Well, maybe maybe they are, who knows. But again I want to contrast um uh, here in New Hampshire versus Boston. In Boston uh in in some of the neighboring areas like Lexington. Lexington is a um, the home of the the uh, Lexington Green and the shot heard around the world a once-proud uh, people. It's a left-wing, uh, upper-middle class, uh, and there are some conservatives there. It's, I think it might be four to one. Uh, conservatives outnumbered about four to one. But the people, they wear these masks, and they're, they're proud to wear them in Lexington and Greater Boston. I'm of the opinion that uh, if the Governor Baker was to rescind his unconstitutional mask mandate, most people would keep them on; they would not take them off. I think they love their mask. They love to demonstrate their servitude and their obedience to the state, in this case to baker and it's It's uncanny how they walk by when they see you in your yard uh I was raking the, I was raking some grass yeah we got we got a, a little thaw here, and I had a, at the lane house had to get the, some of the uh, leaves off the grass. And uh, people would walk by if their masks were not on them, the minute they saw you, you could be 30 feet away, they'd put it right on. But most of them will walk by and uh, husband and wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, holding hands with the mask on. Uh, and I'm, uh, people driving by all by themselves with the mask on. And I just shake my head and I say, well, these people are supposed to be educated, upper middle class, college educated, and they're, they're just in terror of catching the virus young people, middle-aged people. I see families walking down, mother, father, two or three children, little children, all masked up, masked up, you know, masked covering, up up to their eyeballs in some cases. I mean, I'm just thinking, what a pity, what a disgrace. Just the fear, that this, the mass media instills this fear in people, and people buy it. Uh, we discussed the mask before, but uh, back in March of 2020, uh Fauci, so-called Dr. Fauci, uh, he had he came on and and he said eh, the mask might sh- stop a few droplets, but there's no need for people to wear masks. Uh, you know, average American going about their business, no need. Surgeon General said the same thing. And then two months later, bingo, we have to wear masks. The mask will stop. In fact, masks are more important than anything else. We're not going to find a vaccine anytime soon, so until we do, you got to wear a mask. Well, What happened in those two months? What technology changed? What new study determined that these masks were going to save, uh, save us from the virus? The Corona or the Chinese Communist Party virus. It's interesting, too, um, in the states that have had increased uh, spikes in uh, the uh, so-called cases. I say the term cases because you test positive, you have, you have it. It's a case. Even though you have no symptoms, they tell you to go home. In some cases they don't even the doctors aren't even prescribe anything, just go home and stay in the house. People are not they, they, I had a friend who just simply lost his taste of food for a few days. That's it. No headaches, no fever, no vomiting. I mean I had the I had a strain of the flu, I don't know, about ten years ago, twelve years ago. I mean I was miserable for about three days. I couldn't eat, I couldn't hold anything down. I would just sip water, I had a headache, I mean, temperature, I was miserable about sleep, get up every three or four hours, take a little bit of water, I'd go back to sleep and then the fever would break and they still feel kind of weak and all. And usually takes a good five days to completely, uh, five or six days uh, to be completely uh, well again. Uh, but you know you usually feel a little better after you've lost, you lost a little weight your body's been cleansed uh, Yeah, That's what nature's way of uh, you know cleaning you out and god's way of saying okay hell You need to you need to lay low for a few days You've been running around and uh, now it's time to just unwind a bit now bodies need to do that But with the coronavirus and I, yes, I know some people have died from it And most of the people who have died from it if not the overwhelming, overwhelming majority uh, those that had pre-existing, pre-existing excuse me, conditions. Uh, my, uh, my oldest friend, oldest is not oldest chronologically uh, age wise, but oldest as I've known him uh, since I think the early seventies. Uh, his dear mother died of the virus back in February of 2020. She was in an, uh, in the hospital. She was about to be released. And uh, she she had a fever and she died the same day, so she had other ailments. She was not in good health to begin with, and we see that it was a neighbor of mine whose best friend had died of the virus. But she was stage four cancer, and on and on. So those are the, so there's very few people that are in great health get it and die. Well, I think what's a 99.5 a point nine recovery rate if you're between sixty and zero, you know, sixteen and one. Uh, yet they locking now. There's a new lockdown. They're putting restaurants out of business all over the country. Well, especially in the left wing, the hardcore left wing states like Massachusetts and New York and California. Uh, in these hard, in these cases where people have, uh, there's no evidence that they're getting it in restaurants, but they're shutting them down anyway. Meanwhile, the big box stores uh, are wide open. Liquor stores are wide open. Abortion mills are wide open. You know, no electa, uh, elective surgery, you know, knee replacement, and so what have you, but you can get an abortion. That's fine. No problems with that. And <clears throat> I just hope that the, wake, the, the wake-up call, that there's a wake-up call, that people will realize that their freedoms are very precious and executive orders do not nullify or repeal the Constitution. And that's what uh, we see these executive orders Based on recommendations of a unelected bunch of people at the Center for Disease Control, who take, the, who take their take their cue from the World Health Organization, a evil UN entity, pretty much run by the communist Chinese. And you know, it's interesting too that while I very seldom point to point to Sweden and say, hey, we need to do what they do. In fact, that's the last place I'm going to point. But in this case, they didn't have a lockdown. They had some, uh, you know, took some precautions, uh, maybe some social distancing. I hate to use these leftist terms. Uh, and sanitize their hands or what have you. If you're sick, stay home, that sort of thing. But otherwise, they didn't destroy the economy. And they had to... Pretty much the same amount of uh, ailments as uh, you know, not as many, I should say, l- lower than average of the rest of the world. And states, in states here that have strict regulations, uh, they have plenty of uh, plenty of ailments and deaths. Uh, Massachusetts mask mandates, uh, social distancing, people walk around in plastic shields and two masks and a shield, and of course they're all pretty useless. Um, and they have a, they have a spike. So now they're shutting the schools down again. They're canceling practically every event, every event, Christmas parties. They're telling they're telling you don't 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 have any family members over and all these things. Now a lot of this can't be it's impossible to enforce these things. Uh, although there are they do establish stitch lines, call three one one and complain about report your neighbor. Thankfully, it hasn't happened. It hasn't been that widespread. There are cases where people are so-called mask-shamed and people have been assaulted and even killed, murdered, shot in cold blood because they're not wearing a mask, and somehow this mask is so so beneficial. I have a gas mask from the United States Army. I bought it at a yard sale. In fact, the filters aren't any good. But this is the same type of mask I was issued when I served in the Army back in the 70s And uh, as every basic trainee had to do, and I don't know if they still do it, uh, we had to go into a gas chamber, with our gas mask. And this determines, this makes sure that it was sealed. If you went in that chamber and you did not run out immediately, you know that that mask was working, that the filters were working, you had a seal. It's very important to have a seal on the gas mask. If not, it's totally useless. And then we had to take the mask off. To uh, appreciate uh, the potential uh, chemical warfare they, they used tear gas, uh, which is pretty rotten, rude stuff. It wouldn't kill you, but you wish you were dead. And we had to say our name, rank, and uh, Social Security number. I think I got out half a word, and then you ran out. Uh, you know, you ran out of that. You had to run around and get that, that that gas off you. And you had a lot of respect for that. Now that mask is uh, for chemical, biological, and nuclear. Uh, we were told that if the uh, if a nuclear round does explode and we survive that uh it would only be good for fifteen minutes. We had to you know, obviously leave that area as soon as possible so that mask would be that gas mask is probably about a hundred thousand times more uh efficient than these face cloths that people wear these n ninety five masks and these other masks. These little face, some of these face masks, by the way, they don't do anything. They might be good if you're um, if you're sanding or putting up sheet rock, uh, or if it's dusty, if it's really dusty, yeah, the wind is really kicking up and there's a lot of dust. It might block some of it out, uh, but there's no seal. If you if you have if you're wearing glasses and you're breathing with that mask, your glasses fog up. Why? Because air is going straight up. So there's no seal. Uh, but that army gas mask, I am told, that's about 100,000 times more efficient than your little face diaper that you pay at the store for. Uh, you buy a box made almost made in China. Although um, we need to, we had to buy a mattress uh, for one of our one of our children, and we were told they can't be delivered until middle of January. Why? Because all of the uh, these are all made in the United States. That they're making the materials for mattresses, and they making masks with it. So they had to reallocate the um, the uh, raw materials into making these stupid face masks. So that so that army gas mask cannot stop the coronavirus. So you you think your little face cloth or your bandana is going to stop the coronavirus? No, but you feel you feel good about it. You know, it's a false sense of security. It's like a placebo. You know, um, sugar and water. My dad, my dad used to, at this drug store, uh, we had one customer that he would get this prescription, and it was for milk, I think they called milk and sugar tablets. And the doctor would prescribe it. People really thought that these things were helping them. And the people would take this and say, gee, doc, these pills make me feel great. Well, the same thing with a mask. Hey, this may not stop anything, but, boy, I feel good about it. I'm, I'm virtue signaling. I feel very progressive. And I'm letting my neighbors know that I'm doing my part. I'm a good person. I'm doing my part to stop this evil virus that was brought on by Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump was it's his fault. He should have known the minute he was sworn in. He should have known there was going to be a virus like this. He should have shut the economy down the very first day he took office. And how dare he say anything calling it the China virus. Yes, even though... It started in Wuhan, the city of Wuhan. You're not supposed to let people know that because you're promoting racism. Yes, the Communist Chinese are the first ones to cry racism. So the virus was first, uh, was was either developed in Wuhan, I don't believe it was from a bat or a monkey or whatever they're saying, I think it was a bat. The Chinese Communist um, stopped uh, travel domestically, but they would had no trouble with travel internationally. They had their big Chinese New Year celebration and Chinese uh, nationals from all over the world came, mainly from Italy, the United States, Canada. Oh yeah, they're have they their everywhere. Nice, friendly, communist Chinese that killed, oh, I don't know, millions of their own people. To, to fall, and uh, br- they're brutal. They treat Christians, they treat Falun Gong, even Muslims aren't treated very well by these Chinese communists. They brutalize them. Surveillance, the whole country is under surveillance. It's a total, totally controlled state, although they call it, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a capitalist country now. It's, it's absurd. So anyway, uh, they, they had no trouble having their people spread the virus internationally. That is an act of war. They knew what they were doing. They just tried to destabilize the economies. And then they, their WHO, the, which they control, said that, oh, the way to stop this is to lock everything down. Yeah, so then buy all your goods from communist China. I'm telling you, people are so cowardly and ignorant when they regurgitate to take these things Oh, It's Trump's fault. When Trump um, stopped flights from China, he was called a racist and a xeno- xenophobe. Uh, by people like Biden and Pelosi and uh, most big city mayors with Chinatowns, come down, come down to Chinatown and have a have an egg roll. Don't listen to that evil racist. Well, it was interesting. We had a um, open up open up Massachusetts rally. I think it was in early May of 2020, and um, we went through China. We had it was a convoy. We convoyed through Chinatown. And not only did it was with all the restaurants closed down, some of them actually had padlocks on them, yeah, so so where where's the uh, I now it was just just very interesting too how quickly people will um put aside their freedoms freedom of assembly, freedom of worship, freedom of they were free. you try to speak out like this 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 station they welcome they welcome free speech, they mean it. Uh, you try to call up uh, somebody, write a letter to the editor or post on social media that these face masks don't work, that this virus was deliberately spread, you get banned. You get banned, shadow banned, your videos are taken down. So this virus showed us that you know, we, we've lost a lot of our rights and most people are happy to lose their rights. So, uh, well, maybe not. I, I, I think I see, I see some positive trends here, though. I see a lot of people saying we've had enough. People risking jail, risking their businesses, and they're winning some of these cases. Uh, there was a, uh, there was a gym, a gym in uh, near Buffalo, New York, and I just, just recently, just the last couple of days, they won their case at the state level. Most of these uh, left-wing states, of course, they're their uh, supreme courts are loaded with Marxist and leftist and they will always rule against liberty, always. That's why all of these states ruled against uh, the election, the various election discrepancies. They you knew they were not going to rule in favor of Donald Trump. You knew that. It doesn't matter that the facts. You know that they are going to rule based on their ideology. Um, that happened to us with our flag lawsuit. An Obama appointee, you're not going to get any justice. If it, it was so rare to get justice when there's an Obama appointee or a Clinton appointee. And, uh, well, we just got a few minutes left, so let me, uh, let me just discuss our camp for 2021. For those of you who are maybe new to the show or I um, you know you listen to the show and you say, okay, well, you guys have a camp, what's this about? Well, it's a one-week long. Actually, it's uh, a day less than a full week five six days five nights and We have some incredible instructors classes dealing with the Constitution dealing with climate the climate change fraud uh, we have uh, Classes on how to self-defense how to shoot we have a range what we will take a, It's not an official range, but we have well-trained people who will take you on that range and show you how to shoot and uh, last year I should say 2020 was the uh, first time we were able to actually fire live rounds. Uh, We were very pleased. So we were showing many people shooting for the first time of all ages, uh, 22 rifles and even AR-15s. So uh, they learned marksmanship, they learned gun safety, and they learned how to defend themselves and their families against against, uh, enemies. And uh, so we were very pleased to do that we also have plenty of recreational opportunities and the word recreation is to means recreate as opposed to uh, amusement which means without knowledge so we have hiking and we have organized uh, basketball and turn um uh, chess tournaments and there's a gaga pit and there's volleyball and uh, we do uh, plan to do at least one field trip. Uh, I think we're going to visit the Calvin Coolidge Homestead in nearby Vermont if it's open. And uh, the camp runs from July 18th to the 23rd, and no doubt there'll still be uh, lots of shutdowns and lockdowns because, quite frankly, um, the left does not want to end this uh, pandemic. So to learn more about the camp, and it's a family camp, which means all, all ages, Whole families, uh, unaccompanied minors, uh, adults that want to come in and help out and learn—you sit in on the classes. And the rates are very, very low. We charge 300 for non-staff adults, and 200 for uh, for campers um, under uh, 13 and over. 300 for the whole weekend. Under uh, for 12 and under, we charge 200, and three and under are free. We have tuition to some tuition assistance available on the case-by-case basis so visit our website and there's a contact uh drop down if you have any questions you can also visit our facebook page and like our facebook page and uh with that i want to thank you for listening to our show on wbcq the planet and until next year may god richly bless you